Good evening, good morning. Well, does anybody really know anymore? Uh, here in my time zone, it is nighttime. I am Michael from the Baltic Sea. I am going to take you through a fun and action-packed bibliophile valiant adventure. That is right. Um, bibliophile adventure is back to review the latest valiant books. We are going to do it in the spirit of good old VCR Valiant Comics review, um, but obviously not as good. I don't have that crazy music. Um, there was also Valiant Effort back in the day. And there was a little known uh, podcast called Hardcast, which I was a part of, the downfall of. Uh, not not my fault, but I was on there for a couple of episodes Um now it is sadly deleted off the net. I guess you can only find it on Humphrey's hard disk somewhere. Humphrey, man, help us out. Let me get your archive. Come on. So this is Quantum and Woody 2020. Uh, let me check it out. We've got issue one. So the cover I've got anyway is a nice kind of psychedelic affair. I noticed... Um, the art has got a lot of blues and yellows, which is the Quantum and Woody special colors, which I like. We are looking at Christopher Hastings as the writer, Ryan Brown as the artist, colorist is Ruth Redman, the letterer is Hassan, Hassan Otsmane El Hau. Sorry to all of you if I pronounced your names wrong. Cover artist I've got for this one is David Nakayama. And yeah, this is a cool cover. Um, I'm just enjoying the old uh, 1950s uh, space robot here, the flying skull with the different colored eyes, stuff like that. Uh, Woody in the lotus position. Uh, yeah, we got the goat. That's good. Uh, goat in space. So uh, that will become a, a clue for later on. So the first page of all four issues, we've got... Um, a certain social media network uh, populated by gamers and other suspects uh, called Voiceit. And uh, we're on V slash D-list disasters, hosted by Oh That Tyler. Fake fugitive uh, superheroes Quantum and Woody are on the run. Um, in the picture, you can even see what highway they're on. And yeah, and clearly uh, Quantum and Woody are posting here. Uh, white chocolate is uh, Woody. Black Mamba is Quantum. Uh, yep. And so this is kind of like um, getting us right into the action. The action in Quantum and Woody being the ridiculous dialogue. Um, it's mostly just the dialogue. Uh, but this is pretty cool. This is spot on. Uh, social media threads. Um, I like what they've done here. I think they've they've upped their Quantum and Woody game here. Um, it's going to be of its time in like, uh, a year, <laughs> but who cares, uh, if it's not already. Uh, so Quantum and Woody are fugitives. They're hiding out somewhere. Um, Woody is, uh, meditating while Quantum is working out and he's got new powers. That's uh, Woody. That is, he's, uh, flying around. He's having these visions and prophesying what's going to happen supposedly. Uh, then we've got the good old Quantum and Woody 
um, flashbacks to their whole like history. Um, there's some nice callbacks there to old um, Q and W's Priest and Brights, um, just unbeatable run. Um, and there's the black and white uh, typewriter text. Um, I just realized how dumb that typewriter text is. It's white on black, which is the wrong way around. Uh, there's Dr. Toilet, which is pronounced Toilet, which is the flying uh, skull with the brain in. It's, um, I'd, I'd say they pretty much captured the whole feeling of uh, Q&W. It's a little formulaic. Um, the flavor of the month, bad guys are the evil Brady Bunch. Uh, all-American family making pancakes and then they put on their masks and jump out of their flying house to attack the Senate uh, of the USA. So, you know, whatever. Um, Q&W turn up, uh, led by these prophecies uh, through the sewer. They uh, climb up through the sewer. I mean, is there a sewer that leads into the Capitol? I'm not totally clear. Um, we see Erica King, who is... Um, Clearly another um, flash forward. I didn't even notice that she's uh, in this part until I read it again. They uh, So Q&W turn up and save the senators. It's pretty cool. I mean, these flying, um, the flying family is, is really, is really sweet as a, as a superhero, super villain team up. Um, the art is, is the same artist all the way through four issues and um, it's really cartoony. Some of the faces and the expressions are like almost like a Robert Crumb style um, lines and wiggles and stuff flying everywhere um, with a bit of, bit of this like fun kind of kids uh, style um, of drawing, which I absolutely love, to be honest. This is, this is peak Quantum and Woody. Uh, the sound effects are ridiculous um, and appropriate. So these um, supervillains getting their butts kicked, obviously. Um, all the way through this, we've got like references to their school days. We've got various kids involved at every point. Um, at the end of the battle, uh, the SWAT team turns up, shouts, everyone remain calm. You did it, Quantum. You punched out a little boy. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, we saved the day, or did we? So in issue number two, I don't know if I'm going to do the old nutshell thing that um, we used to do on Hardcast and they used to do on VCR. Uh, Hardcast, we used to review books that had come out a long time ago. We were reading them on this uh, reading publishing schedule. Uh, or maybe it was meant to be like the storyline. I honestly can't remember. Um, VCR was reading them as they came out, and that was cool because um, it was spoiler-free or spoiler-paused. Uh, this is going to be like 100% spoilers, as you may have noticed. Um, spoiler-paused, but I don't know whether it was a good idea to read them as they come out. You have to wait a long time. Uh, here in Europe, we are trade paperback fans. We do not like buying single issues of comics. Um, maybe as a web comic, I would follow it like daily or weekly or whatever. And then I would buy it anyway. <laughs> like I have a whole stack of girl genius, um, piling up there 
and that has been available online since the beginning. So what am I doing? Uh, Quantum and Woody issue two. Um, again, the, the cover is just brilliant, like really perfect um, expressions by David Nakayama. I love the contrast between uh, Woody's dumbass um, humor and Quantum is just totally uh, annoyed with him the whole time. Uh, which is fair. Um, we got another uh, voice it page. <laughs> um, it's the same joke, so I'm I'm not going to say it, but it's it's very good. This has been this post has been cross posted to V Dangerous Morons. I think is is good. Um, very well done, Christopher Hastings. This is pretty much that's pretty much how it is. Um, issue two's uh, boss fight is going to be. Uh, the ice rink, there's a kid with a huge uh, comb over, a quiff. The quiff kid um, is one of many kids who are going to forget their names instantly and have to be reminded, which is also a fun joke. Um, he's looking forward to the ice skating horse. We never get to see the ice skating horse. I want to see the ice skating horse. Um, it's Dr. Toilet, of course, uh, hiding in the giant flowery fruit dress of the champion ice skater. Uh, he goes on a rampage. Um, you've got some just great, uh, got some great uh, splashy art in these issues, like um, on this page where they attack Dr. Toilet. He bursts out of the flowers, and the sound effect is deflower. Um, it's pronounced Toilet. And meanwhile, uh, Erica King is watching them. She is the apprehension. But the apprehension is a myth. Um, some great writing, just creating these instant uh, catchphrases. The whole boss fight is on the, on the TV, so everybody sees it. Um, Woody gets an ice, skate, uh, an ice skate in the crotch, and the sound effect is crotch with a K. Yeah, it's, um, it's, it's funny. It's good. I don't know if they managed to capture any of the old, uh, school Quantum and Woody, like from Priest and Bright days, but that has been a feature of QW now, uh, for a while. Um, I think they got it, they got it back a little bit with the delinquents. They got some of that, like, soul searching stuff back with, um, Quant uh, with, uh, Archer and Armstrong. I think right now they seem to be just going with Valiant just seems to be going with uh, jokes, jokes, more jokes um, and a little bit of dialogue. I think the nice thing about that is you can't get away from uh, you can't get away from Quantum and Woody's relationship, even though it these books are all about the jokes right now. Um, the relationship is so clear um, and the fact that they are both orphans and Woody is like a double orphan. Um, and that kind of dark past that they've got that they share is just there. Um, so th this, this, um, issue, uh, the apprehension turns up. She is a cool superhero. She has an awesome like robot suit and she appears in a puff of smoke. Um, and she starts to like, uh, give them couples counseling uh, which is cool because it just happens without without saying it, and that that really works. 
so they disappear off to her um, hideout or whatever, or they chase uh, Dr. Toilet down to the zoo, and obviously he um, takes over some monsters, uh, some some animals actually, and creates like a multi-animal monster, which is awesome. Um, again, it's kind of like it's kind of like a callback to another old Quantum and Woody. Uh, Quantum and Woody Must Die, where they have the zoo fight. <laughs> um, but it works. It kind of works. And that kid is back with the with the floppy hair. Um, yeah. So it ends with Q and W um, stuck in the apprehensions secret layer. Um, it's, there's kind of a joke there, like how can a... How can a billionaire CEO of a tech company be a, a superhero crime fighter? Yeah, um, I don't know who they could be talking about. I'm just trying to find now which issue is which. I suppose I could look at the other issue. Yeah, so issue number three. Issue number three is back to school. Um, again, the cover is just badass. Is it a different cover artist? No, it's the same. He's, it's really beautiful. Um, like the airbrushed, I don't know what that is. Is it airbrushed shading? Um, it's really beautiful. And the faces, uh, work. And yeah, the detail is just uh, wonderful. Q and W stuck in a school locker, high school locker. Um, now the whole story is out. Q and W are, um, Roomies with the apprehension. Um, they got a clue that says you have to go back to school. So it means their school, obviously. And there's a whole uh, long storyline about how uh, Eric had um, an entertainment minor game system. Um, and uh, Woody's name was on there. And there was like... a, a a little moment where actually that's that's Woody's uh, game system, and there's a ghost. The the, the school is haunted, so um, we do the usual flashback. Uh, it's cool because it's also a flashback of the whole um, series so far, and it kind of works. It actually works because um, they built in a little joke to every panel. Uh, of the flashback, so you don't feel like totally bored by this stuff. You don't feel too too worn out by this stuff, and I'm I'm amazed they managed to get some good good jokes into every panel here, because um, this story has been done like a hundred times now. So you got the you got the prophecies, you got the superhero, um, the supervillain family's kid wants to murder Quantum and Woody. Okay, fine. Um, the apprehension is helping. Uh, Erica King, the apprehension. Is that meant to be? Is that a reference? Somebody help me out with this. Um, she's helping out uh, Quantum, who wants to get his own new powers. Of course, Woody is lying about the superpowers that he's uh, developed by his application. He ain't got any application. Um, so she's tossing him into a volcano uh, where he can like use his powers to the max. Uh, Woody is getting these letters from the future via the goat. Um, and of course, um, it's from his future self, right? And, uh, so they go and, uh, bust this ghost story. 
I have to say they managed to fit in a good number of um, little mini uh, adventures into this one uh, four-issue series. I think this this writer is really um, not wasting any space. Um, this is this is better than the previous uh, run. Sorry to say that, but it is. And um, so off they go to the school. Of course, it's perfect because they meet their old uh, head teacher the old headmaster principal. It's a principal, right? And you got some more of that awesome, um, like rubber faced, uh, Robert Crumb style art, which is just great. Um, every, <laughs> every panel has got some like awesome expressions in it. If you like old fashioned, um, comic art, then this is a good, this is a good trait, I think, to pick up. Um, and that kid with the floppy hair, with the skate horse <laughs> t-shirt now, it's like, I must see my skating horse. <laughs> um, suddenly appears and like the lines are suddenly very clean and the expression on his face is so serious, you know. Q and W are substitute teachers. That's their disguise to hunt the ghosts. Um, this, this series just works. You know, there's teenagers. Um, it, it reminds me of Gen Zero a lot. <laughs> <laughs> which was one of my favorite series. I know that Valiant fans mostly hate it, but I loved it. Um, so Q and W find the ghosts, of course, are being summoned by the guidance counselor. He's like genuinely evil, keeping a kid locked in the basement just to communicate with these ghosts through her. Uh, so Quantum punches him to the moon. <laughs> um, they turn up at the vigil, like the the uh, the vigil that's being held for the missing girl. Uh, so the missing girl turns up at the vigil. It's it's, it's a brilliant ending, uh, and Quantum finds his old Game Boy. Oh no, I said it. Um, yeah. Meanwhile, they need to clang. Uh, issue four. Issue four. Quantum finally gets his powers uh, that he's been meditating for. And he finds out that Woody was lying, of course, all this time. And, uh, gosh, this is going to be a short episode. Good. Um, we're back to voice it again. Uh, let me see. Yeah. It's good. We got quantum meditating on a full page. Um, and you've got some quantum tunneling or whatever going on. And it's, it's pretty cool. It's pretty sweet. Uh, his band falls off and he flies into the sky. <laughs> holy, holy shit is right. Um, that's the one, uh, swear I've seen where they haven't just, um, punctuated it out, which is great. <laughs> that's got to be a first in, in comic books. Um, I don't know. This series just got better and better as it, as it went on, to be honest. So quantum has got these ghost powers. Now he can fly. He can, um, he can, uh, possess a pug dog <laughs> so he has to go back and find out uh, of course oh there's a there's another panel where the swear is is like uh is lost behind some art which is just great um so he's ghosting around he goes to find uh woody he finds out that it's all a fake about these mysterious messages they have the showdown obviously with the Kamayega clan so Kamayega is not just a weird sounding German name. 
and check it out. They even put the umlaut on Jäger right. Uh, literally means um, a, a room hunter, like an indoors hunter, I guess. Um, and Kammerjäger is just the German word for the exterminator. <laughs> for, not the exterminator, like cool sounding, but the bug hunter. So um, peak quantum and woody. Uh, so the Kammerjäger family turns up um, at uh, Ezra King's Ezra? Is her name Ezra? Whatever. Um, the apprehensions are based. They smash it to pieces. Um, Quantum gets his band back from the kid with the floppy hair who really wanted to be uh, their sidekick. He has a mine fort shirt on. It's just, it's just great. I think, yeah, some of these jokes are like aimed at older, older people like me, aren't they? <laughs> it's like, oh yeah, that's, that's one of those kids things. Um, but I still liked it. So we have the boss fight. Um, and obviously the, the, the bad, the bad folks escaped. So Q and W have their moment. And we end on, uh, Woody on Mars. I don't know if that is meant to be, um, that feels like a callback to, uh, Peter Stanchek in orbit around the moon or wherever he was, uh, meditating on the bad things he'd done. The quantum is not meditating on the, uh, Woody is not meditating on bad things he's done. Um, and, and I guess he is because he's writing to himself. Um, dear past Woody, you stupid swear, uh, covered by the art. This is my final warning. <laughs> and somehow, so this, the goat is taking these things back in time. Um, and there's more to come. I don't know what to say. I, I was disappointed with the last run of, of Q and W. I got, I got every issue as they came out because of the shiny covers. Um, and that was not a good reason, even though they were cool covers. But, um, but the story was a bit weak. Um, I think Q and W have been waiting for a story like this. <clears throat> this is not. This is not the old peak, uh, uh, priest and bright, Woody and, and quantum at all. Um, this is the classic, um, 2012 onwards, um, quantum and Woody. It's a bit, uh, lighter. It's, it's really wacky. Um, the writer clearly, he went back to those tropes of like secret science and stuff. Um, and I just love that there's a new mad scientist in every issue. There is no wasted space here. Uh, Quantum and Woody fans, go and buy this one. If you were a bit skeptical about them, but you like um, that weird style of art, you know, like um, I keep saying crumb. It's not exactly crumb, um, but it is very like wacky expressions uh, and sometimes very kind of touching expressions. Um, um, and, uh, just awesome, awesome comic booky feeling to the whole art. If you're into that kind of art, and I, I definitely am, um, go get this trade. Uh, so what can I say? Um, this is going to be, uh, five 
uh, clangs out of five. I don't know. I'm not good at rating things. Uh, I just like it or I don't. And I like this book. Okay. So, uh, for the Nerdy Legion, go find us at nerdylegion.com, download all our podcasts and buy the shirts. Um, I should really get a shirt this year, shouldn't I? Uh, go buy a t-shirt and, um, download two free audibles and, um, let me know, come on my podcast. It's not my podcast. I'm just a guest. Uh, come on this podcast and tell me about your books that you love. Um, this is Bibliophile Labyrinth. Sorry, Bibliophile. We're not allowed to say Labyrinth. Bibliophile Valiant Adventures. Stay valiant, my friends. 